Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. jazz and stuff like that you know it's been raining like shit out here um yeah it's real wet my joints hurt i can Mm. feel i can feel every time i move when it rains like this i can tell how old i am uh because i have the knees of a 60 year old man and speaking of 60 year old men we're back for another episode of quality time our target demographic the 60 year old (laughs) silver belt real popular around the whole southern bible belt of america real grassroots uh podcast i'm i'm one third of the seabrus that is quality time my name is eric woodworth i'm here joined by the lovely very talented the southern belle herself miss ashley pontius <laughs> With your accent, I thought you said we were a Sebring, like a Sebring convertible. We, we are three-headed Sebring with the, with the tops down, the tits out. We're driving around beautiful Georgia. We're looking at the peaches and the and 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 the, and the black people. That's what we're doing. Um, we're, <laughs> not so much that. Why would we put the tops down to do that? <laughs> They, they they work harder when they see floppy titties in the in, out in the breeze okay, that is on true. the car. Who who amongst us doesn't though? You know. Uh, so we have Ashley Pontius. Welcome Hi. back to the show once again. Looking like a lovely Southern Belle, um, and we also have uh, Jeremy, not as lovely, not nearly as Southern, nor a Belle. Uh, how are you, sir? Who are you talking about? Oh my God! Who's joining us? Is this Doctor Fauci? <laughs> I'm 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 the actor Richard Johnson from from the movie Zombie. Oh my God, Richard Johnson! Holy yeah, you crap. don't recognize me because I'm usually dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> This is just how he really sounds. <laughs> this is how he really acts. Hi, yeah, I'm Richard Johnson. That's my normal voice. <laughs> he talks like John Lithgow, but in a cartoon. Okay, I like it. Yeah, yeah I'm just like every other Italian actor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Highly unhinged. We're back again. God. And boy, do we have a good movie to go over. Uh, the 1979 classical. I like to say it classical because I order a, a ragu. So that means I'm Italian. Um, I also sound like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> oh my, God. Mm, my pussy looks like fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of fettuccine Alfredo, uh, Ashley, uh, I believe you went to a wedding very recently. How did the wedding go? Did it go off without a hitch? So thank you so much, Eric, for bringing this up. So I 
this is either I think this is my seventh wedding this year I have still one more next weekend um each wedding I go to reminds me of the fact that I will die alone and it's a very cool fun experience to have um that even the worst people you've met in your life will make vows to each other and that's mm-hmm. very cool <laughs> so. uh by the way every married man who's at least 12 years into his marriage he hopes he dies alone so. <laughs> i've heard that jeremy it definitely makes me want to get married um, so. you know i i tried this thing but it really sucks so <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you guys, when men, some men talk to me about marriage, it's kind of like y'all thought you were signing up for the trial experience, but you never canceled the subscription and now you're stuck with it. Um, (laughs) Listen, I will just say on the record here, uh, I love my wife. Uh, I also love AOL Instant Messenger. I still use it every <laughs> single day. And if you need me, please email my Hotmail account. <laughs> it's like trying to cancel a serious XM account. You got to call them and they still don't pick up. Um, can, can I mention how much I love pizza? <laughs> I love, hey, guess what, boys? I love your wives, too. <laughs> um so, <laughs> so anyways, so no, by the way, the people that invited me, I'm not going to use their names because like, I will say some things I hope if they hear, I don't want to hurt feelings. I don't want to upset people. So two of my fans got married, which is crazy. And then oh, they were like, nice. we want to invite you to wait the a, wedding. And wait I was a minute. Like, are, you, are you talking about the Pontiacs? Two of the Pontiacs <laughs> got hitched? Because <laughs> you know something, brother, when the Pontiacs go running wild on you at Puzzle Mania. Uh- <laughs> Pontiac GT, which is gory titties. Um, so, oh, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Gory Titties wedding. I got it. <laughs> But no, like it was very nice to be invited. And I and I can't say enough like how touched I am. And I was like, you know what? I should I should go. They're good people. It's nice to be involved. So I appreciate them inviting me. Beautiful day. What I will say though, and I hope they already know this about themselves. If not, they're about to be enlightened. <laughs> this was probably the most white trash wedding I've ever been to in my whole fucking life. Gotta go to a white trash wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what is there a shotgun? Um, I wish, Jeremy. That would have made the the most. Jer- sense. Jeremy, what I'm gonna need by next week. Sorry, Ashley. I'm sorry. We're gonna hop right back into your story. But Jeremy, by next week, I need the country music uh, version of Billy Idol's White Wedding called White Trash Wedding. I do want and go, that. And I'll, have, go. I'll have to learn that on banjo. Uh, yeah. Oh Jer- my God, yes. Please don't don't spoil anything else. I'll get a harmonica. <laughs> um so so um it's but first let me be real clear too. There's a difference between like like not having a ton of money, but you're like, you're still gonna make it beautiful. And there were aspects of the wedding that were gorgeous. But the officiant comes out in a t-shirt. Fuck yeah. This is my kind of wedding. And the bottom half is a chicken he's wearing a chicken suit <laughs> the officiant <laughs> of the wedding and i go oh, okay um did he come and- out to, hey, here comes the rooster <laughs> yeah yeah let's kick this marriage off right motherfuckers <laughs> that would have been great though <laughs> so so there's that there's that um and and <laughs> 
And then I see this woman in this wild tube top ensemble who's just a guest. And the woman in front of me with a mullet goes, she, I would kill for that outfit. That is gorgeous. And I'm sitting here. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I am way overdressed for this wedding. I've got like seven inch heels on a green velvet dress. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, so then the entire vows are like jokes. They're jokes. Like, I'm not kidding. It's joke, like joke books, jokes, their entire vows. And I was like, okay, but this is who they are as a couple. This is what they like. I'm like, okay, cool. So we get through the ceremony. We go sit down at our table. And then we find out there, there's no like staff at this venue or whatever serving us. So you all get up in a line and go around the bar by your, yourself and go through the bins and get your own beer. Hell yeah. All right. Okay. Really cutting and I'm costs. Like, I like it. Oh yeah. It's uh it's really, really cool. Uh Did so they then... splurge though on the monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, tell me this. Please tell me there's a no. monster truck and or no, four-wheeler. But you made you made me wish that. You also just triggered me because a bunch of people on Facebook saw that I did RSVP to month. <laughs> to monster jam <laughs> and i didn't know that people can see that and a bunch of people liked my response that i want to go to monster jam in F- january fuck, okay, fuck yeah fuck you go ashley pontius the hey are you telling me me and the pontiacs are gonna be up at monster jam fuck yeah hey, hey grave digger's gonna be there all right <laughs> leave me alone so. oh by the way uh, you remember his uh original name now it's not Grave dig- it wasn't Graver Digger originally. Uh, well, like, what was like, it? The Undertaker? Like, Don't ask. Yeah, like that <laughs> that that um that song. Like she's a grave digger. Yeah. She's a oh, grave digger. Yeah. 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 Now she'll kill you. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, very good. But so, but so, but so, um, so there was that with the with the beer and wine. That was that was interesting. Um. And then the table I sat at, they were very nice, very, very sweet. Um, but I'm like kind of low-key listening to their conversation back and forth. They're like, oh, yeah, Tyler, you've been over to that new gun shop on such and such street. Yeah, it was cool. Like, I like their prices until I got in there and they got a big Nazi flag. Uh, the minute he <laughs> walked in the door and he's like... I didn't want to ask him about it, but he's like, hey, we have great prices on everything because we just want guns out there. Yeah, oh, gosh. But you're just like, you're like, hey, you and me, we're the same, right? You know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Uh, well, the guy next to me is like, yeah, he's like, it made me really uncomfortable, but I was like, man, you couldn't beat those ammo prices. I was like, listen, oh, gosh. they may not like the Jews, but oh. the prices on the 22 calibers, I'm telling you, they're going to get some Jewish clientele. Oh, gosh. <laughs> knows me because I can't get my mouth shut. Like, oh, do you think the wedding rings were melted down? By the teeth of the Jews. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And everybody turned and looked at me and I was like, nope. nope not a not, not it. Not here for it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I need to go. Um, oh, by the way, I have a special uh, uh commercial for um for uh, bullets. It's uh Zell bullets. Now, as Zell bullets, we melt down all the juice teeth to make bullets. Yeah, there I'm we, Zell. <laughs> there we go. That's there we perfect. go. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah. 
So, so it was a beautiful mm. wedding, not a man there that I would mate with, which was also very funny to notice. Um, you know, just, I love going to weddings and feeling like I'm the only human being on the planet because I'm both deeply mentally ill and a little bit narcissistic. I like, oh. I like the idea that you went to this wedding where we, you know, they're talking about possibly melting down Jew teeth to make bullets, but everybody... Everybody there also has no teeth, and they they were also trying to do it. They're like, I don't understand why mine don't melt, and they they just <laughs> seem to burn up. I don't get it. I've been trying to make bullets out my teeth for years. What the hell is happening here? <laughs> the only gold they know is rolled gold. They're like, I love them pretzels. <laughs> yeah, I like I like when you, you know like- how many you know how many <laughs> how many. <laughs> How many bottles of Goldschlager to get gold? Yeah, <laughs> I just I like the idea that you went to a wedding where every smile looked like they just had uh, completed a black licorice eating contest. You know, <laughs> just like <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> Eric. Every set of teeth <laughs> looks like the New York Times crossword puzzles. <laughs> Way, a lot of black spaces. <laughs> by the way, when I when I hang out, hung out at the bar, we actually had a, a a woman in the bar. Her name was the Rake because of her her teeth were missing. So oh, <laughs> the Rake, the, the rake. rake is a bad one, dude. <laughs> Just looks like she's got fucking debris stuck in between the the points. Ugh. That's a bad nickname. <laughs> the rake. Yeah, that Honestly. was my that was my buddy Bruce's uh, nickname. Oh. He's like, "Oh, the rake's here." Oh, oh. my god! Hey, honestly. Oh. That might be the one that uh, this this one lady we referred to in college. Uh, she said she had a gorgeous body, but she was like the classic butter face. Uh, and my friend at the time, Biggie, referred to her affectionately as prison face. And we were like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Oh, like, you told me about that. Her oh face looks like it belongs God. in jail. That does. We, <laughs> that is very funny to me that we each have a category for this topic. So we've got one now for Jeremy. Eric's got prison face jeremy now has the break mine is still um fart candle fart candle. girl we called fart candle is still one of my one of my tops oh man but yeah so that's been my weekend i'm going to oktoberfest this evening even though oh. eric keeps making fun of me because my bad to german accent it's, I don't care. it's funny ashley we should ashley was on here before she was talking in this german accent but the more she does it it revol- it devolves into like a really bad jamaican accent she's like yeah man i'm from i'm from germany <laughs> where we have beer, red beer Stop it. I'm not around my own kind anymore because they're in Argentina. <laughs> oh my god. Um I, I don't have a lot uh, of things to share. Obviously we gotta get into this movie soon. I did uh I was very uh, humbled this week because the commercial did come out and uh the overwhelming amount of uh support and uh and love from people out there uh who have seen it and uh I, I did feel kinda cool to see it. Uh I will say <laughs> I will say, I showed um, the commercial, though, to my youngest daughter, Susie, the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, here, check this out. I didn't say anything. I was like, hey, look at, look at this. And she watches it. And um, I don't think at any moment she realized it was me in the commercial. She's like, okay, cool. And then we just went on. And I was like, all right, well, I guess Aww. that doesn't matter at all. <laughs> 
she could care absolutely less oh. about it. She's like, Dad, this is a commercial. I could care less. Okay. And so she, oh. uh, it, it affected her life in zero ways. But uh, oh. I have enjoyed it uh, and seen a great outpour of uh, people saying that was cool and stuff. And it was really cool to shoot. I will say somebody mentioned that I, they were like, I didn't have any lines. I was like, I had lines. They just all got cut uh, yeah. to answer that. And I was like, I don't care. I mean, I was just there. I'm I'm merely just an actor here to stand in and make silly faces. But uh, there was a uh, somebody on on one of the threads that was posted and had mentioned that uh, they were like, man, I wish I wish there was more like scared shots. And I was like, I did takes every time, at least one of them, where I was like, I should be scared. That these people are in my home and like like if just if we you wake up and just as hey wake up sleepy hand I go ah, I definitely did multiple ah, God and like when why I, I kept like why are you in my home please stop get out do in the cut that was made like that that made it yeah you you do look like the cutest adult little boy that's just being taken care of by three men and a man baby yeah yeah this is the movie three men and a baby 20 years in the future they've still just been taking care you off to work you go today son thanks as the giant have you, have bus you... that picks me up with all my friends uh pulls up in front of the house <laughs> have you seen have you seen the uh commercial for uh dc 101 no where it's the laughing in, in elliot's head in all the time where it's, it, it won't stop no <laughs> <laughs> That should be the DC 101. All he does is laugh all the time. Oh, God. But we're so proud of you, Eric. It was a very good commercial. I so rarely see you in a shirt and tie. Usually a little more naked yeah that is it's weird to see me a with clothes on and b uh uh and that it's like chris lawrence comedian former comedian uh and uh <laughs> guest on the show chris lawrence uh mentioned they were like man this must be the only time they'd ever get you in a tie blah 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 and i go uh i was just like it's called acting chris okay uh <laughs> i am a trained thespian. I, 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 I have become a different person for the role. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm wearing this so I can jerk off with it later. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking, <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> anyway, I was, I was pleased with uh, um, Spiegel um, combing your hair right behind behind you and oh, um, I... <laughs> pre- pretending as if he's a happy person. So. I, don't, I don't know if I've said this story, but th- okay, this is actually is pretty funny. So there's there's one shot in the commercial where all three of them are surrounding me and like straightening me out. So that mm-hmm. that take was pretty long, I remember. And every time we'd roll it, Spiegel is behind me and he's whispering in my ear. He's just like, wow, must have been really cool for you being there on January 6th. Hmm. I like this. <laughs> and then he's just like, are you comfortable with a, a Jew doing your hair? And then- <laughs> basically just calling me a nazi every way he could he's like i'm just kidding i i apologize like that (laughs) but he did spend a very lengthy time every time it was it was shoot he's just like well 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 somebody seems to be very nazi-ish today (laughs) it's just the whole whole time he's like that's a very that's a very specific haircut 
that yes. you've asked of your SS officer. <laughs> he was just like, how I, I de- he definitely referred to my hair as, oh, this is very Aryan hair, I can see. Uh, so he is. Uh, Did you Aryan dry it? Yeah. <laughs> but that a- was Eric pretty is, fun. Eric is so ultra conservative. He doesn't even like AOC. Yeah, but that's uh, I, it's I, a joke. I don't even I don't even jerk off to her anymore. So um, I do. So uh, <laughs> that was fun. I do have um, I, I two quick things, real quick. Uh, I did finally see uh, "Don't Talk to Me," which if Ashley you or talk to me, sorry, <laughs> talk to me. Uh, Don't Ashley, talk to you, me is the name of Eric's book for me. You had. <laughs> You had recommended it to me, and let me tell you, yes. God, what a what. So, only down part of it. If there is a bad part of it, okay, is the, I didn't know they were going to be all fucking Australians because as soon as I heard them speak, I was like, Am I going to have to hear nose for the rest of this fucking movie? Um, and then it, I don't want to hear you complain because no. um, until you've you've had sex with an Australian and you hear that in your ear during lovemaking. Oh, no. So I I had to get used to that. Uh, But the movie has probably the coolest take on possession I've seen in quite some time. So really good. Uh, 10 out of 10. And for a movie that doesn't have a particularly lot of gore, it's uh, really well done. So uh, Mm -hmm. it's not really that bloody. It's just kind of like, ooh, that's creepy. Ooh, I don't like that. Um, I think it's terrible. Terrifying. I think it's really oppressive, overwhelming, terrifying. I loved it. But it is very good. Uh, also, another one to check out, I did watch on Hulu, uh, No One Will Save You. And No One Will Save You, goddamn, another thing in the genre of the alien world. Uh, this movie very much felt like uh, a Close Encounters of the Third Kind or a Signs or a uh, uh, Fire in the Sky, except they really punch you in the mouth throughout the whole thing a little bit too much cgi for my likings Mm -hmm. but hulu does that with a lot of their horror things they're like we're not going to do any practical effects you just get cgi monsters which is fine okay like i Mm -hmm. I got it uh my that would be my only downfall and i'm telling you it has about as much dialogue in the movie as uh like wally by disney so uh it is very strong i enjoyed the hell out of it uh so give it a watch uh see if you guys enjoy it too uh it's not fucking super great, but some of the places they take it, you're like, I would watch another movie of this. Um, I would like, I'd see another alien movie with, with these aliens. This is pretty badass. So um, there's Jeremy with his PV pick. He's now showing us. Jeremy, what about the, what about a PV? <laughs> yeah. What's new with you, Jeremy? I don't think we've we've asked before we get into it. Oh, oh, what? what what about this week yeah like how how are how are you how's work have you killed anybody this week no i'm i'm just ashamed that i i forgot that you made a movie pick and i was so into arcades and old arcades that i said hey let's see this i'm like oh yeah (laughs) the next day i was like oh you did that's okay jeremy that's okay (laughs) we all we all have our hobbies and slightly autistic behaviors. I don't yes. think there's a person in my social group that doesn't oh. fixate on a hobby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit OCD when it comes to certain things. So. Well, I've met your family. 
play. It's well, okay. Well, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy, I did actually get uh, a special thing for you because since I know there's not a lot for you to share oh. this week, we did get another voicemail from Uncle Jeffrey that we could share with you real quick before we kick off this right. episode. So here we go. Hey, it's your Uncle Jeffrey here. Hey, you remember uh, that McDonald's where I, I, you know, back when I thought they, they might have known about our, our family's checkered past chair? <coughs> they were all in there the other day. I found, I found a really straight-haired wig. I'm saying about making a Jackson Brown costume for Halloween. You, you know what, uh, Jerry? Also, I'm still working on that lawnmower. <coughs> That, that ride lawnmower from scratch here. And the guy told me to see if I could get a flux capacitor for it here. There we go. There's another message from Sweet Uncle Jer- uh, Jeffrey. By the way, it's a uh, it's a time machine lawnmower. It gets up to like two miles an hour. So you have to understand, buddy. It has to go over two miles an hour so you can travel back. How far does it go back? About fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite coworker on Friday wore a puffer like vest and the minute he walked in the door I was like I hate it but I'm sure my kids they're gonna love it he's <laughs> like is, is that back to the future joke about my vest and I was like don't need money don't, don't need fame don't need a credit card to ride this train, train. <laughs> slams his office door <laughs> He's like, you're such a bitch every time I wear something. I'm like, sorry. Can't wear anything around you ladies without these damn it's, it's references. All, it's all the time. He he likes slim slim pants and I walk past me and I'll be like, Gay! <laughs> oh, and rightfully so. Rightfully <laughs> so. Um, we ready to get into today's film though? Cause gang, it's Ashley Pontius's week, and boy, do we have a fun one! It is uh, director Lucia Falsis. Zombie. Fulci. It's Doctor Fulci. Yes, uh, Lucio Fulci's Zombie, which uh, originally, when released in uh, Italia, was called Zombie Two, which was because Zombie was the Dawn of the Dead, 1978, the year prior, uh, and trying to capitalize on the fame of the George Romero classic, they released this that has nothing to do with the George Romero zombie world at all. Uh, but is a standalone movie. But in the U.S. was released as just regular zombie. So uh, <laughs> there you go. A lot of uh, background there for you right off the break. Fauci uh, uh, was a uh, originally very famous for being part of the uh, Gallio, I think it's how it's pronounced, the uh, genre, subgenre known as uh Gallio or Gallio, Julio and Gallo, wine, wine farms, yeah. Julio Iglesias, but that's basically like their murdery mystery style of uh, filmmaking, where, where there would be some horror aspects, but uh, mostly it was just like a, a crime story that had some uh, scary parts in it. Uh, but he his uh, career was revitalized by making this wonderful film about horrible zombies that is, uh, you know, has. Some pretty fucking epic moments that happen in it, to say the yes. least. That's totally why I picked this movie. As much as I love, you know, Night of the Living Dead, all of the more original ones that are iconic, at least for like Americans, I love this movie. There are so many good 
practical effects in this movie that like okay maybe they don't hold up but they're still so much better than cgi oh um, yeah I, I had a horror soundtrack from my childhood and i didn't even know what this movie was and i was mm-hmm. like man this soundtrack sounds like ass <laughs> it's like it's almost almost as good as uh the, the gargoyles from uh dawn of the dead but it just doesn't i was like what is this crap well who and did i was this like soundtrack? i was like 10 i was like 12 years old like who did this i mean i had the poltergeist i had the real uh uh the, the omen sound check that's great this is just garbage <laughs> you know and, and i don't know if later you'll go go into the little the little surf and turf scene where they just go on the boat and i'm like who did this casio bullshit it sounds like a casio who fucking did this? So you you're you're saying you're not a fan of it, uh, of the soundtrack for yeah. For I mean, it, it's it's not it's it's not the worst soundtrack, but it was like it's so cheesy. It, it sounded like a bum, like bum, a Casio. Bum, 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 bum. I you know what I I will go on the record with saying I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it at all. It's not. I'd say it's no worse than uh, like a movie like Brain Dead or anything like that. You know, it's about on the same level. Well, I'm gonna point out what my or favorite soundtrack is, and it's for and it's from the Italians. It was what was it? Beyond the Door? That weird funky. My wife is possessed by the devil. I I do like that one as well. Um, the movie starts out where we see uh, we get to meet Doctor. Um, uh, let's see, oh, Maynard. Oh, oh, also, also, if if you isolated it at all, as soon as the the boat leaves, that one part of the soundtrack it sounds exactly like the the organ music from Napoleon Dynamite. Fight. I did. Napoleon I probably have it at the end uh, for the end clip. Okay. Uh, but hold on, let me see if I can find it on here. That right here. No, when when the, the, when they when they leave the boat to go to the island for the first moment. Oh, I know what you're some, talking. Okay, some no, no, guy. No. I call yeah. that that's that's called the jamming music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have the jamming music queued up for later. Okay. Um, what a fool, believe! <laughs> <laughs> I got a zombie girlfriend, <laughs> and she's trying to bite my face. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, that is. Get ready. That bit will come back later in the episode. Um, so it opens with a gunshot to the head as Dr. Maynard shoots his uh, uh, shoots this fellow who's tied up in a bed sheet. Uh, and then he tells him, all right, we can go now. And then uh, we're transported to the magical land of Staten Island where we can see a sailboat uh, just drifting off in the uh, on the outskirts of New York City uh, where the Twin Towers still fly high. I always am uh, like visually arrested when i watch a movie i'm like oh shit yeah. before this is before 9 11 i see the i see the towers there um yeah. a lot of people uh, uh say that this is very much the same of uh the scene in uh raise the titanic i knew you were the, gonna fucking the... say raise the fucking titanic <laughs> you're gonna fucking bring that goddamn movie up again <laughs> i every time i see a movie that still has the twin towers on it i i just want to change out their their score 
with that wonderful Pitbull Kesha song. It's going down. I'm yelling, Timber, you better move. You better dance. I'm from New York. <laughs> what the fuck are you I, even saying? I think that's a that's a rap song. I I, yes, you are you are you are the perfect cover of Gay Z. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the police are trying to get in contact with this boat that appears to be abandoned. Where's it at, Chopper One? Just off Staten Island. It was almost run down by the ferry. We can't raise anyone on board. Okay, Chopper One. I guess we'll do our fucking job then. I like these these very well-spoken police officers in the dub here. Uh, they get on board, and uh, shortly after that, they find one person, uh, a zombie on board, uh, a very fat guy who comes humbling off, uh, takes a real good chunk out of the uh, first cop. <laughs> It's probably the best scream. He gets one good scream, and then he has a follow-up right here. <laughs> Hey, Jeremy, um, could you give me a little audio about how you feel like every morning when you wake up, you have to go to work? <laughs> this is <laughs> also, also, I didn't even need makeup. I just had really bad psoriasis. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So uh, I, I also make that noise when he attempts anal without lube. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this zombie in the scene uh was actually played by uh captain haggerty uh who plays the large bald zombie who attacks the patrol harbor at the beginning of the film uh actually while they filmed this he walked to cbgb's right after this uh a famous new york new york bar uh that you know was around the center of the uh punk scene during this time um and because this bar you know is known for you know seeing acts like the ramones and crazy fucking uh, uh punk bands that are beat the shit out of each other uh he walked in and he said didn't even notice him we didn't he just looked like a regular guy that would show up there he's in full zombie makeup we were like we don't actually find anything wrong with him he said the bar when they they questioned the bartender about it, he's like i honestly don't remember him coming in i just it was another day uh in new york city so the the sex offender pistols <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh also is a very popular uh, jewish bar it was called heebie-jeebies so Yes, heebie-jeebies. Uh, the other cop blasts the, the zombie, though, and he falls off into the harbor. Uh, next, we meet Peter West, a uh, beat journalist who gets assigned to the story, uh, played by Ian McCulloch. Uh, we also, shortly after that, get to meet uh, Ann Bowles, played by uh, Tisa Farrow, uh, sister of Mia Farrow, and almost half as good an actress. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, I, unless I'm jumping way too ahead, which is possible. I believe at one point she's telling him, I need to go find my dad. Take me with you. And she goes, I was born on a boat. And I'm like, yeah. what a weird way to tell us you were a slave. <laughs> The, yeah, this what what you didn't know is that the movie Zombie uh, is actually about white slavery, uh, and that's 
that's where we wanted to get. Um, she does come creeping by the boat later that night to go investigate her own father's boat, which seems odd. You should be able to just look at it. Uh, and does find uh, the journalist, Mr. West, within there. And they hear, they have this conversation. You're not so bad yourself. Oh, please. Let me put it this way. I've got some information. You've got some information. So why don't we just throw it together and see what we can come up with? Because I think I've already found what you're looking for. So I like that the thing that he's found is literally a letter that's addressed to her that he just doesn't show her. And then he reads it to his editor right after that. Uh And the letter reads as such. To my daughter Anne, in case anything should happen to me. Due to my morbid curiosity, I have managed to contract a strange disease. It's called syphilis, and apparently if you don't have the proper medications, it makes your penis fall off and your brain get holes in it. Taking care of me as if I was some sort of guinea pig, but I know I'll never leave this island again, at least not alive. I haven't been a good father, but I have always loved you. One last kiss from Dad, Matul, and it's dated 15th September. Hashtag... I don't love them hoes. Um, so. He should have. He should have. He he had like a, a misnomer there. He should have said a new guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> so I do like the idea that this guy Peter West, a a, a, a hard boiled uh, uh, beat uh, 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 news reporter. Uh, even though his dad and uncle probably owned the paper, goes out and he's just like, hey, we can share some information. Also, I just stole all this shit off of your parents' boat. I hope that's okay. And uh, here, here you go. We can work together. Oh he's the Ashley Pontius of reporters. <laughs> just did we, did we classic un- Italian to, to discover something. Um- <laughs> did we also mention the uh, the uh, s- sequel to uh, Zombie 2 was the original, just like uh, Missing, Missing in Action 2 was the original? Oh, yes. yeah, because you mean like they wouldn't let him name it. Yeah. Yeah, because of, oh, it's so confusing. Trying to explain that title to people. But well, what about Zombie 1? Oh, well, it's the same, uh, same movie. Yeah, so Zombie 2 <laughs> is uh, actually Zombie 1. That is correct. Although the real sequel to this movie is uh, the follow-up that uh, uh, Fulci makes, which is, uh, I think, called City of the Damned, or City of the... Yeah. Which I've also watched, and boy, is that one a big old piece of dog shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you um, watch that movie, they actually just rip songs and almost scenes directly from Dog of the dead in that one yeah. like full on like SWAT gear looks exactly the same scores exactly the same in some plots so they're like bad. yeah it's all part of the movie that's all it's this is our original thing <laughs> it's so bad but it did give me the idea though that if there is ever like a zombie outbreak you can define it as type one zombie <laughs> type two zombie <laughs> also also we're we're gonna we're gonna re- re- we're gonna re- release the original baby eater two as baby eaters so. baby eater one yeah yeah get rid of it and then people are like have you ever seen part do i have to see part one and then we'll just be like you you don't have to see it it's almost like a standalone <laughs> eric, eric eric has adult onset baby eater <laughs> so uh it's my lifestyle I mean, obviously, we're gonna have Baby Eater goes to college, and Baby Eater goes to goes to Washington with that final that final um you know scene. And finally, finally, Baby Eater goes to prison. Yeah, uh, uh, you, you guys love love babies Baby. just like Congress. Yeah, Baby. you know, I love everybody eating babies. Uh, uh, let me just throw this out there. Uh, 
Baby Eater, uh, the Halloween one, Baby Eater Scared Stupid, uh, where he's just he's forced to eat actual full-grown humans, and it's terrifying to him. It's going to cost thousands it. of dollars to get uh, John Travolta. Is, look who's eating babies again. Hey, so Hey, what's going on with all this baby eating in here? <laughs> hey, <laughs> baby eater in space. Oh, oh my God, Sheila! I walked in and he was eating the baby. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, baby eater goes to hell, and it's just a movie set in Baltimore. You just, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hand me that right there. Can I have? Can I? Can I have a sip of that baby shake? I gotta know what a five dollar baby shake tastes like. <laughs> um, so uh, I just found another baby in a dumpster. Let's be having no baby stuff to eat. Hey, what's the deal? Uh, um, so uh, next we meet some wonderful uh, autopsy guys who take a really long time to figure out that this guy died from a giant neck wound bite. Thank you. <laughs> I love how long they examine the body. We're like, well, doctor, I think I might have figured out it is a lesion laceration in the right ventricle over here. And he goes, come over here. It's a giant fucking bite. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> point. I gotta agree with you. Why at no point would the cops have not have been like, "Hey, our witness reported as cops. Uh, we watched him bite this dude in the neck." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> hey, I don't trust the police. So not credible. <laughs> so, uh, they. I like that. That uh, although we do see that the body moves a little bit under the sheet. Um, next, we see uh, after that, uh, West shares this letter, and they're off to the Caribbean uh, as they get there. Uh, and boy, is it just a fun time! Uh, Leaving my dock on the bay, going up to the Caribbean all day. Boom. I don't believe in me. Voodoo has the power. Baby eater in paradise. <laughs> where, where, where was the keyboard? Uh, you know, it's a question I've asked myself for years, Jeremy, that I'm still trying it's, to figure out. It's the Napoleon Dynamite part where. I might not have ripped the proper music for you, Jeremy. I'm, Maybe I apologize. Not. Okay. But I did right. get your other audio clip, and it'll be coming up soon, I promise. All right. Okay. So next- uh, uh, I don't believe you! They're, they're there. They have to bribe the fat taxi driver who's taking them to just bring them to a random boat uh, that tourists are just on vacation on. They're like, yeah, go ask those night white people over there. They'll help you out. And- uh, <laughs> So they You don't have a good liver, do you? Yeah, they they meet Brian Hull and Susan Barrett, uh, who are just out on vacation. They're like, Oh sure, we'll just help you find this weird zombie island that exists out here. Not even a problem at all. We're on vacation. Yeah. It, it doesn't have it. it it's not even in the charts. Oh, except he's got roads and, and cities there. Yeah. He's like, do you I think also... it's this one? You think it's this one island that has all the skull crossbones with blood coming off of the teeth? Is that maybe the one? Is this an uncharted island because there isn't white people here? <laughs> I just also have to say, I love that no one clocks the fact that she's topless at any point. Like no one, no one's gonna say anything. And no nope. point during this conversation. No, I, just tits out. I do like that. Yeah, they take off, and then she just immediately, she's like, you know what? We're on vacation. 
I got to go do some topless scuba diving. because Around strangers I don't know. Hey, what's going on? You know, listen, the Italian, much more open people. They just, th- they have tits out all the time. Um, no look, one it, ever wants to see mine on vacation. <laughs> look, it was very important plot scene to get a really close up of her vagina. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the uh, I voted for Bush. We do... <laughs> <laughs> but as she's, she goes down, we also get to uh, meet uh, sweet Dr. Maynard again and learn a little bit more. He's trying to contact help. I'm going to tell everyone. Oh, he does, he's one. trying to radio people for help. And he and his mm. wife have a little dust up here. That's what this clip is. Here we are. I'm going to tell everyone that you're the one who's crazy, demented, cruel, evil. <laughs> I'll be at the hospital. <laughs> Hospital. You still see yourself as the scientist you once were, don't you? Well, you're, you're not. You're no better than one of their witch doctors. Just stop it! My research is... Research! <laughs> you call fooling around with superstitions and voodoo rites research? You know perfectly well that the work I'm doing is very important. I... And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't... I don't give a damn! I don't want to stay on this island one more hour. You won't be happy until I meet one of your zombies. Damn it, woman, I will hot dog flavor this water. Um, this, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he he does go on and uh, she he says, okay, we'll leave soon. And uh, Jeremy was very specific. He wanted me to isolate this particular audio track here. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't believe anything you say anymore. There you go, Jeremy. I don't even believe something you say. I don't I don't understand what you're saying. I don't believe what's words coming out of your mouth. I can say this a thousand more times. And you too won't believe it's not butter. Um, and they should um, roll in the Don't air. stop believing! <laughs> I love this scene so much. Um, I can feel myself getting damp because I get so turned on when I see a man gaslighting a woman. I'm like, yes, queen, stay in that relationship longer until it drives your sanity completely away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then he has that special scene like, hey, Manuel, it's time to, to fuck my wife. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. The doctor leaves his property, and then uh, he is like, hey, Miguel, uh, if you don't mind, could you, uh, you know, stop any zombie hordes that might just show up at the house. I really wouldn't want my wife to get a giant plank shoved in her eye. I'd appreciate that if you could. <laughs> Let me say I'm a feminist, but I love a good bitch slap. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, next, uh, he leaves, but you know, on the boat, we're still having the time of our lives under the sea, uh, in probably, the if you had a bingo card for 1979 and this was on it goddamn you needed an instant win because what she does is come face to face in the only i'd say this is the only time in cinematic history you've ever seen something like this uh yeah. a fight uh she runs in to a bull shark which is by the way one of the most aggressive sharks you could do uh they actually had a real bull shark with his handler uh that was on on stage uh but that's not the scariest thing she runs into an underwater zombie who tries to attack her she stabs the zombie in the face with a piece of cord 
coral, um, which, you know, it just kind of pisses him off a little bit. And then the zombie and the shark have a goddamn karate match underneath the sea where it actually bites the shark chunks off of the shark uh and then rips his fucking arm off uh in what i can only describe as pure animal cruelty and uh, a beautiful piece of cinema that you could watch all at once i love this scene this is one of the reasons i picked this movie it is so out there and iconic and here's the thing it doesn't matter how unrealistic it is it is a great fucking scene and no one can convince me otherwise it is pretty cool now i did i did see uh some of the things about it uh so the the shark trainer is the one who's dressed as the zombie in this scene Mm. and uh what he did to get this bull shark to operate was uh feed him as full as he could be before he went out there Mm. uh so he fed him to the brim and then uh tranquilized him like heavily sedated this shark so he could wrestle with him and fake bite him and do all these things uh with the shark under there but amazing that he captured all this um it seems like a very very long scene uh but uh Hey, listen, you you won't find a better zombie versus shark fight on film yet. <laughs> oh, but real quick, can I also just say, too, like, I don't give a shit if they were to try and recreate this now with CGI. It just wouldn't be as cool. I don't care how much, like, better they think they could. It, it wouldn't no, be as good. You're right. This is great stuff. It is pretty perfect scene. So uh, if you yeah, watch this I, movie for no other reason, it should be to get to the halfway point just to see this shark fight. Yes. I, I really like Jaws, and I really like uh, Dawn of the Dead. I really need a m- movie with sharks and zombies fighting. Sharks versus zombies. Sharknado. Also, the walking bring sharks. On, <laughs> bring on the next movie. <laughs> The shark's been bitten, hence it's going to be a zombie shark. Zombie shark. Yeah. They- and more than that, what really made me laugh anything, there's a tiny part of the scene where all of a sudden the zombie has a knife in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure split second. So, uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Great scene. And, uh, so what's her name gets back up. She's unscathed, the, the topless uh, scuba diver. She gets up. Hey. Mm-hmm. She she goes, hey, there's a man down there. She doesn't mention that they had mortal combat with each other <laughs> under the fucking sea. Like She's just like, hey, there's a fucking scary guy down there. Not the shark that almost killed me. And then they fought just that, uh, which I thought was pretty hilarious. Insane. Well, um, just also the fact that she's like, there's a man down there and doesn't even talk about the fact that like his flesh is falling off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it looks like he's been down there for a while. She was like, oh, he's falling for me. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it's a Highlander. So uh, kiss, 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 kiss. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next we see Mrs. Maynard, the uh, the doctor's wife, uh, uh, trying to hold a zombie out. You get to see a cool zombie hand crush scene. Uh, but shortly after that, that motherfucker rips the door open and. What is probably one of the coolest eye gouge scenes ever. He grabs her and then the pulls her into the plank of the door that's like this big wooden uh, shard and just jabs her eye right into it. And it is fucking shot beautifully. It really does look yes. like she gets her fucking eye gouged, gouged out here. So And it's yeah, slow. Is- it's slow. Like in Mythotic, you just yeah. watch it slowly going like, ah! Oh, I forget so it might have been in like Fulci's documentary where they... Um, they talk about this a lot about this movie and uh, I forget what the quote is. 
encourage everybody to go watch it slash look it up. Um, but he talks about he's like, I torture. I torture all the way. I had mm-hmm. to do it for this movie because I know that stuff involving the eye makes people sick. And I was like, yeah, he's fucking right. <laughs> yeah, it does look like if you just like the scene does look like if you jabbed a knife into a jello shot. It's fucking foul. Um, yeah. I do like it, though. Another great shot right there. Um, meanwhile, uh, zombies are just bursting out from the beach. We finally get Dr. West to uh, meet up with the rest of the gang. Um, th- or, I'm sorry. The doctor meets up with West and uh, Anne and the rest of them. And uh, they're very helpful trying to figure out. He said, uh, you know your dad was really helpful in figuring me out what was wrong with this island and uh you know there seems to be some pretty bad stuff here i'm going to tell everyone no there we go here's doctor he's gonna tell us a little bit about voodoo here boat's crew what happened to them yes doctor what is all this about the dead coming back to life again and having to be killed the second time i mean what the hell's going on here you ever heard of voodoo? Voodoo? Doctor, you gotta be joking. That's kid stuff. I mean, voodoo's just plain superstitious horseshit. Basically, it's a mixture of two religions. One, Catholicism, brought here by the Spanish conquistadores, and two, African tribal rights, were brought here by the slave trade. Well, whatever it is, it makes the dead stand up and walk. I've seen it with my own eyes. That's impossible. I know it's impossible. I know it's impossible, but I don't believe you. I'd 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 like you to now meet reanimated Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> okay, Doctor West, meet Doctor West with his green reagent. Um, did you know that VD is short for voodoo? Because that's how they get the dick to stand up and walk again. <laughs> so, uh. I like that they walk into the house, right? And uh, the the it's just a fucking all you can eat buffet of this uh, woman, and they're just chowing down, having a good old time, kind of like how Jeremy when he enters a golden corral, uh, very similar. Oh, she'll she, she, she'll be okay. I think. Do you think she's okay? She's mostly just ragu sauce at this point. Um, <laughs> this is very lovely, good gore in this. Uh, uh, but shortly after that, the zombies start raising out of the ground everywhere and the uh the poster zombie uh for the movie uh raises from the ground and takes a big old chunk out of our topless sw- uh scuba diver um uh miss um, susan the beginning of this seems like hey i know this is a graveyard this is a good time to just lay down and just relax <laughs> oh uh, no zombie right here god damn it every time i just try to take a nap on a beach of uh beach graveyard people uh, compare the scene to the scene from uh uh return of the living dead where except a lot slower because you can just raise out of a grave with with bones like do you want a <laughs> also, the slowest, slowest raising. It's even low, low, slower than uh, than the thriller video. So yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, gosh, we also have. Uh, 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 so she's bitten now. 
they finally get to the end here, and I know I'm ske- skipping over some things here. I do like how the zombies look. Everything, all the zombies have worms in their eyes, which I really appreciate. I like the worm aspects of, uh, you know, the the fucking critters really eating them up good. Um, but uh, they're now they're all holed up at the this lab facility, which I didn't really mention. This lab where he's doing all his testing on all the people there is really just a fucking like third world country fucking. Uh, tent it's like it's basically a barn that he's converted into a lab uh and uh, can we talk about the most important thing it's like how do you put uh living worms on somebody's face do you have to put like glue or like en- enough uh caramel on, on their face and also that <laughs> these graves are probably like hundreds of years old but of course they're zombies they should be just like bones by now. Yeah, it's not like it's not like they have the the special power of what's her name um, uh, from from Thor Ragnarok that yeah. they're going to be reanimated with green eyes and shit. This doesn't make any sense, but I love it because it doesn't make any fucking sense. I also like that. So. Okay, the graveyard too. Like they they raise up like they're the fucking Undertaker, like just doing a single sit up. Like every grave is shallow as hell. Like nobody on this island. Like even when they're doing the mass grave outside, they have like a maybe like twelve inch hole dug. They're like, yeah, it's probably deep enough. We're good. We'll just throw some dirt on top of them. Now it should be honest to God, should be fine. I don't think anybody's gonna find this here. And uh, that, that helmet's probably just been laying there for like hundreds of years. It should be okay. Not so. even a problem. Um, so near the end here, everything is waking up. Uh, the the facility is under attack. Uh, they surround the lab. There is really cool. I like that when uh, the one guy, Brian, he takes the shovel, just bashes one in the face really good. I thought like can, the blood that comes out from it is really fucking can, cool looking. Can we batch, backtrack about the most important part of the the the, the, uh, the, the sure. graveyard scene? Yeah, yeah. He gets to kill the zombie with an iron cross in the head. <laughs> right in the old noggin. Hell yeah. I, lo- I love the power of Christ <laughs> is a weapon. Yes. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll kick ass for Jesus. <laughs> uh, so, uh, there, uh, the doctor though, uh, unfortunately gets his face fucking bit off. Uh, just a big old chunk taken out of it as bodies within that are slowly becoming zombies that he's testing on, uh, uh, become reanimated. Uh, Brian uh, finally gets one headshot because Brian's been shooting zombies this entire time and can't hit one for shit at all. But finally, when he's about like six feet away from one, he finally shoots one in the head. And he goes, Doctor, are you okay? Your sure does look like most of your face is missing. I don't know. Probably looks pretty bad. Uh, they start a giant firebomb after another two of the lab employees get bit up really good. And uh, our main characters, which is our right now Brian, Peter, and Anne, uh, make their way through the back of the lab because they set the whole front barn area on fire to hold off the horde. Uh, they're able to, to basically punch and kick their way through like another dozen of them. But Brian comes face to face with his old lover and lady, Susan Barrett, who... Uh, just takes a big old chunk out of his arm and uh immediately he looks over to uh his friend the journalist mr west and goes so <laughs> just 
just shoots her in the head right after that. They are able to escape to the boat uh, and get there, leaving the uh, the you know entire island riddled with zombies. And uh, they uh, they they can see that Brian isn't doing too fucking good the next day. It's not real jamming and fun out on the Caribbean. Can I make one last joke? Yeah, Just sure. That no matter what remake of a zombie thing, you should always have the same black guy from the original Dawn of the Dead where he just pops his head like, shoot it in the head. Yeah, so. shoot it. Shoot, shoot it in the head. <laughs> um, we then see... Uh, uh, they, they, he's not doing real good, and uh, they're, they're I think, not sure I think he should do. be replaced with uh, Michael Winslow. Hey, shoot it in the head! <laughs> like that would cost hundreds of dollars to have him in the in the movie. So you know, you know it'd be crazy if a zombie could all of a sudden uh maybe sound like Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> With <laughs> the fake guitar head right yeah, by his yeah. face. So. Man, this zombie is so talented. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. So uh, <sighs> we finally, they, they, they're talking about what to do with uh, Brian, who dies down down in the uh, uh, hull of the boat uh, in the, one of the funniest faces of a death. He, just, he makes like this face that looks like the world's slowest come, like, <laughs> and uh, uh, West and Anne have a little talk about that. He's dead. What do we do now? Lock him in the bilge, take him back with us to the States. Someone there might be able to do something. But we can't risk it. You know what he might turn into. Then I'll make sure that he's safe. We've got to take him back with us. He's the only proof we've got that this all happened. And we will need proof, unfortunately. Otherwise, they'll just think that we're crazy. I don't care. Anyway. I feel dead myself. I feel dead myself. He goes, hey, don't worry about feeling dead. Maybe we'll just check out the radio and listen to some good jams. And uh, he throws on the radio and we hear this. The of the first zombie is getting worse by the hour. There's chaos in the streets. The National Guard cannot control the situation. In every borough of the city, from Brooklyn to Manhattan, from Harlem to Queens, the zombies are taking over. The governor has declared a state of national emergency. We've just been informed that zombies have entered the building. They're at the door. They're coming in. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us to an end of 1979's Zombie. Wasn't wasn't this also the uh, the the goat sound? Ah! Yes, yes, it is the exact yes. same one. Pretty uh, sure. Jeremy, your final thoughts on zombie? Uh, better better than um, Troll Two. I mean, this makes. Uh... <laughs> I agree, it's better than Troll Two for makes, sure. It makes seem it's it's like uh, Gone with the Wind of uh, of Italian films. So. I agree um i personally you know what i like this it's a fun romp if you want to watch it it's currently available on shutter uh definitely worth 2.99 to rent it off of youtube or wherever you'd like to watch your films definitely check it out ashley uh well i gotta say it's in my top five zombie movies ever um and i too have taken some wood to the eye 
excellent. Uh, uh, you can find me online at ashleypontiuslaughs.com. You can also find me on Instagram under the same name. Uh, let's see. This is Sunday. So you can catch me Thursday headlining at Mistillion Brewing Company in Delaware. And then on the 29th, Friday, you can catch me in York, PA with Mike Stork and Michael Pallotta. Book yeah, check all that stuff. All things air comedy, aircomedy.com. Jerry, take us out of here. What? <laughs> <laughs>